Good evening. And I know it is a miracle, uh, actually a nightly devotion. And uh, I'm going to give you a few moments to long on here this evening and for people to get on. But I just want to thank you for uh, watching. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, as you listen to the podcast at a later date. And uh, I want to thank many of you for your prayers as I have been sick. No, I do not have the COVID again, thankfully. <laughs> but um, but I have been under the weather and uh, going to take another day or two to recuperate. But uh, uh, I'm doing a little better. But uh, as always... Uh, the Lord takes care of things no matter what. <clears throat> and uh, tonight, I um, want to talk to you from Job, the 19th chapter. And I want to talk to you about when things seem darkest, God is at work. When things seem darkest, God is at work. Um, tonight you might be saying, well, Jake, I've recently lost a loved one. Or Jake, I, I've recently been diagnosed with cancer. Or recently I've buried a grandchild or a son or daughter. Maybe you're going through difficulties at work or difficulties in relationships and you are just feeling that it can't get any worse. But tonight, when things seem most difficult, when the valley seems at its deepest, when the night is darkest, God is at work. And in Job 19, I want you to listen to verses 1 through 5, because Job has, at this point, just unloaded his soul it's as dark as it can be. He's as discouraged as he is, can be. He is as lonely as he can be. Then Job answered and said, How long will you torment my soul and break me in pieces with words? These ten times you have reproached me. You are not ashamed that you have wronged me. If I indeed have erred, my error remains with me. If indeed you exalt yourself against me and plead my disgrace against me, know then that God has wronged me and has surrounded me with his net. Job says, you guys have made my life misery. And if you're right, then God has trapped me in this net. But he says, no matter if you're right or arm right, the misery is real. Listen to what it said there in verse 2. How long will you torment my soul and break me in pieces with words? I just want to stop there for a moment. And uh, as I get a breath here, and uh, but words are powerful. 
Job doesn't say that losing the children broke him to pieces. Job doesn't say here that the diseases and the financial ruin brought him to pieces. And break me in pieces with words. You see, tonight I want you to hear this, that all of us go through traumatic events, difficult moments. And when those difficult moments happen, we begin to process. Sometimes we go through different stages of emotion, anger, um, rage, um, blame. But the process begins. But what happens is this. There's an old saying that says, I'd rather be swallowed by a whale than nibbled to death by fishes. And this idea of never being able to get relief because something is always picking at you. We recently took in a dog, amen, I'm so blessed, that had been um, abused uh, by its owner. And the dog is such a good dog. And, and my wife and kids, as you can imagine, took it and got it all cleaned up and got it fixed up. And anyway, uh, we now have a dog at our house. And so um, I'm so blessed to be feeding another living thing. But anyway, I'm <clears throat> sorry, better not laugh too much, might get sick. The nightly devotion has had some funny things, but, but me throwing up would not be one of them. <laughs> um, but that dog loves to bite at tires. It's anytime I back out, he likes to bite at tires. Anytime a car goes by, he likes to chase them down. And every time that dog goes to nibbling at my tires, I think he's going to pop one of these tires. He's going to pop one of these tires. And it just drives me nuts every time I leave, every time I come home. It just annoys me to death. I wish he'd just pop the tire, then I could give him to someone else, and I could move on. But that's not happened, and it probably wouldn't. But that's how words are when someone is viciously attacking you. When they're bringing up the past, bringing up your mistakes, uh, hurting you verbally. It just it's a, it's a wound that never heals. And so tonight Job is at his lowest in verses 1 through 6. But I want you to see here that light shows itself the most when things are darkest. And so he's broken to pieces, he says in verse 2. But listen to what he says at the end of this chapter. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. After my skin is destroyed... This I know, that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold and not another. How my heart yearns within me. If you say, how shall we persecute him, since the root of the matter is found in me? Be afraid of the sword for yourselves, for wrath brings the punishment of the sword, that you may know there is a judgment. Job says, no matter how bad this life is, no matter how much has been taken from me, no matter how much people have come against me, I know that my Redeemer lives. And he says, one of these days, my Redeemer is coming back to this earth and he is going to destroy his enemies and he is going to see me and I will see him. And it says there that my heart yearns within me. 
You see, what Job was talking about was the final judgment of man. When Jesus comes back to this earth and destroys his enemies, we can think about it in best stated in Revelation 21 verse 4, where there is no more pain, no more sorrow, no more sickness, no more death. For all these former things have passed away. You see today, if you're a Christian, the hope that you and I have is the fact that Jesus Christ is alive. That Jesus Christ has not forgotten about you. That Jesus Christ is coming back one of these days. And Jesus Christ is going to make everything right. It doesn't matter what that person's went around town telling everybody about you. One of these days, Jesus is going to set the record straight. It doesn't matter if people are unwilling to forgive you and are out to make your life miserable. One of these days, Jesus is going to declare that that person is forgiven. They have been made as white as snow and the sin you're bringing up is gone. And so today, friends, that goes for our loss. It goes for sickness. It goes for every struggle that we have. That for I know that my Redeemer lives and He shall stand at last on the earth. And that's the hope that we have. And so tonight I want to thank you tonight for listening. I do I want you to know that I am continuing to pray for you, uh, to pray for the viewers um, and your families. I would ask for your prayers I uh, I am still under the weather. I'm going to have probably another day or two of recuperating. Uh, but I have two funerals this week. Um, two funerals of people that I do not know. And uh, so I would covet your prayers uh, to one, feel well, and two, to know what to say, uh, to know how to present the gospel in a loving way, um, and to, to help these families in their time of, of need. Um, and so... Uh, again, thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for your prayers. And uh, know that God does liveth and He is coming back one of these days. And uh, that's the hope that we have. That we'll see Jesus, that we'll see our loved ones, and that all things are going to be made right. And so as always, thank you for taking your time and watching or listening. And know that God loves you. And so do we. God bless you.